Happy Sunday, y'all. We are more than halfway through the year, and I have got a Sunday rant that I need to get off my chest, so to speak. I had at one point a public Instagram, and I go back and forth between the two. Sometimes it's private, sometimes it's public. It just depends on the time of day and what my mood is. But currently, it's set to private. I did have it connected to my Facebook page for um, Asper Girl Inside, and I just didn't want to do that because I put things about my kid, my personal family life, whatever, so I just made it private. Anywho, um, I received a follow request from someone called Crazy Autistic Family Life, and I, from what I understand, I believe this person is in England, and it's a father who posts about you know his son, his two-year-old. And I check everybody out when they want to follow me. Generally, if their account is also private and I don't already know them, I don't accept the request because I just don't. It's, it's my personal stuff, so it's very private to me. But I see a couple of posts where he talks about his son and swimming. He loves water, and I can understand it because I do too. Um, but in it, he's got hashtags, and you know he doesn't have a lot of them. But he has a couple of them, and he says, I notice that the more active he is, the less energy he has for his hashtag autism, hashtag tantrums. Now, a couple of people brought this up, and he didn't respond to them about how, you know, autism, autism is different. A meltdown is different from a tantrum in every possible way. Yes, toddlers, even autistic toddlers, have tantrums. That's a normal state of mind for any kid it there it's going to happen but an autistic meltdown is something far different it's not just a tantrum it is a complete and total breakdown of their entire sense of control their whole being um so i brought it up to this young man i'm assuming he may be a young father i could be wrong but um and i said um where is the other one where's the other post that he had uh, it was one of, of his, his young boy. And his, his boy's adorable. He really is. And he says, my wife is doing a great job at handling his tantrums. And I said, um, excuse me, I sincerely hope that you mean meltdown. Um, and I, I asked him, I said, be mindful of the language you use when speaking about your autistic child. Because it colors everyone else's perception of him. A meltdown is extremely different from a tantrum in every single way possible. Um, and I put it bluntly. I said, you requested to follow my Insta, but this makes me very reluctant to allow it. And he responded. He said, um, thanks for educating me. I am learning all the time about autism. And I said, so are you going to change your caption and take it out or fix it and maybe change it to meltdown? And he said, oh, in future posts, for sure. I said, it would literally take two seconds to edit this post to remove the harmful tag and change it to a better one. Please consider that. And he said, I read your blog. It looks as though tantrums and meltdowns are very different. And I'm assuming he means my WordPress blog, because if he follows my Facebook page, um, he might not like what he saw because I definitely posted the conversation and the screenshots on my, my Facebook page. Um, he said, thanks for bringing it to my attention and making me understand better. I'll be sure to refer to both as appropriate. If I understand correctly, a two-year-old can have a tantrum as well as a meltdown, but not at the same time. And there are a couple of other people who said, hey, look, this is not a tantrum. A meltdown is something different. And then he goes on um, 
somebody else asked him, it says, I thought you were going to correct your use of tantrums. A meltdown is not a tantrum, and framing it as such encourages maltreatment of autistic kids and adults, to which he replied, I don't think this needs correcting. A two-year-old can have tantrums as well as meltdowns, but not at the same time because they're very different. If that is right, I don't need to correct it as I'm talking about tantrums in this post. I said, look, I realize this may seem nitpicky to you, but we have endured false rhetoric for years when it comes to people associating autistic meltdowns with tantrums. And you have two tags together, autism and tantrums. That actually does imply that the two are relative to each other. And what I and others are asking is for you to correct this misrepresentation, either by removing the word tantrum, since it's right next to the word autism, or add the hashtag meltdowns, since that would accurately reflect that they are entirely separate behaviors. I, I don't think that that's asking too much. To which he responded, I thank you for laboring on the point. However, it looks as though you have introduced meltdowns in posts. As far as I can understand, an autistic child can have tantrums. And he posts a link to some Autism Center Awareness UK site. Therefore, the hashtag autism and tantrums is relative. The same would be true of autism and meltdowns. He says, I'm now unsure of what your point is. You wanted me to correct my post, and I would do it if it is incorrect. Please help me understand what is the issue. And I responded again. I said, I've just explained what the issue is. You're associating tantrums with autism by including them together, and they're different from meltdowns. I said, you didn't write this post to talk about tantrums. You wrote it about autism. Therefore, to be absolutely accurate, you should include the actual occurrence, which would be a meltdown and not a tantrum. Read the way you have it, it still implies that your son's tantrums are related to his autism, and that is the harmful, misleading, and false rhetoric that we have taken issue with for years. It's a very simple thing to add one hashtag that would correct a misperception of what a meltdown really is. It's affirming that you do take the actually autistic community to heart when you say that you value our input and hope to keep learning about it so that you can be the best parent for your child. It also helps to support us who are already adult autistics, many of whom have been abused and mistreated for years. Because of the very same misperception. Having our sensory needs dismissed as a, quote, tantrum when they were anything but. I mean, I'm thrilled that you want to say you want to learn and help educate other parents out there listening to us and taking action to correct a simple miswording on a publicly viewable post would be a solid step towards showing that commitment to doing better. To which he has not responded. Another dear friend of mine says, oh dear, lots of misunderstanding here. Autism has nothing to do with tantrums. Everyone can have a tantrum. So by associating autism with tantrums, you're mislabeling your child and the behavior. And he still has not responded. He still hasn't corrected his post. This is the problem that we run into a lot and people take issue. And I'm almost, it, it's almost starting to feel like this, this is a pride point for him. Um, it's almost like he's reluctant to actually change anything in his post because he feels like that would be giving in or admitting that he was wrong. Well, he is wrong and it does need to be corrected. It's not about giving in. We're not demanding anything. We're trying to explain to him how this perpetuates a very false perception of what an autistic meltdown is in a two-year-old or in a 20-year-old or in a 40-year-old. Um it's, it, it is very different, and it's something that needs to be 
corrected. We do have to be mindful. I've said it time and time again. We do need to be aware of the words that we use to describe certain things as it relates to autism. Anyone can have a tantrum. Yes, any two-year-old, any 18-year-old. I have seen people older than me having tantrums that have nothing to do with autism. But we have to look at the circumstances surrounding the behavior in order to correctly discern what the cause was. If it's a sensory issue, if it's a, you know, a texture, a taste, a sight, a smell, a sound, something, anything like that, that has to do with autism. If they are overwhelmed, if they have been through too much already in one day, you know, that, that, that tray has tipped and they're in, they're in a crash right now and they just can't do it anymore. That's a meltdown. If they just want something and they're being denied and they're throwing a quote tantrum, an honest to God tantrum, because they want something and they're being denied it, that's different. It's two-year-olds do not really understand how to regulate their impulse control, their, their impulses or their emotions. You know, that's something that you'll find a lot of autistics don't learn until later in life. It takes a lot longer for us to, to clue in on some of these things. But when we're trying to explain to you how you talk about your kid, how you portray your kid to the world, when you have a public social media presence, that matters. It not only matters to your children, it matters to us because we don't want your kid to go through what we went through. And what we are trying to change is not just a word. It's not just a hashtag. It's a perception. It is the way you think about your child. Because if you associate the word autism with tantrum, then that's going to change and color how you treat your child. It changes how you parent them. You know, you don't give in to somebody throwing a tantrum. But if you know that it's something that is a meltdown, that is a very different scenario. And that requires a very different response. Um, it's like if you know that someone is having an epileptic seizure, you don't just sit there and tell them to get a grip and grow up. You help them. You do everything possible that you can medically to help this person until medical professionals arrive on scene to then take control of the situation. That's, that's what we're equating this with. This is a legitimate need for assistance. And how you respond depends on how you think. Your actions are reflected by your thoughts. So when you think autism and then you immediately afterwards think tantrum, you're thinking willful Refusal, willful disobedience, willful anything. This is not willful behavior. And even a, even a tantrum by a two-year-old is not necessarily willful behavior because they're, they're two. They don't know. They're babies. They're kids. So, and it seems like he's, he's not quite grasping or he doesn't want to grasp. And I, it's not a matter of him giving in to demands. It's a matter of changing his perception and it seems pedantic it seems nitpicky and I you know and I wish that it didn't seem that way but in a way we do have to be very accurate in our wording because people pay attention and when you become a public media presence when dealing with any neurodivergent type like ADHD autism Tourette's things like that how you word things and how or what people are going to pay attention to. And depending on how big your presence gets, you can damage a lot of kids. Because if you use harmful words, 
to describe children's behavior, then parents are going to then look at their own children who have the same issues and respond accordingly. They're going to be more dismissive or less understanding. They're not going to come from a place of concern. They're going to come from a place of impatience. And I'm not going to put up with this behavior, young man or young lady. Instead of saying, let me look around the environment and see what could have triggered this. Was it a new texture? Was it a new smell or sound or something disruptive? Was it a loud, abrupt, abrasive noise that startled them? And I need to address that. It's not about a word. It's about a mindset. And that is something that we keep trying to drive home. And I will keep trying to drive it home. Because until we change our minds, our actions are going to stay the same. And that is what I fight against. The actions of mistreating and dismissing the needs of autistic children and adults all across the world are what's at stake here.